It's Cecilia. And Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out. Or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. crying over here. <laughs> See, she's crying because she thinks she's funny and I'm crying because I'm tired. <laughs> I'm like having a breakdown and think I'm funny at the same time. <laughs> okay, well, Megan, just... Okay, composure, three, two, one. Yeah. Two. Okay. Okay. Megan just got back from a flight late last night from Cali. Yeah. Just go. <laughs> just going through a lot. <laughs> And I leave for Cali tonight, so we literally missed each other by 24 hours. That's pretty much how our life always goes, though. It's like, oh, I'm flying to this one place. It's like, dang it, I get there 24 hours after you. And it's like, okay. (laughs) We tried. We tried. Next year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, today is just going to be, you know, we're here for a good time, not for a long time. What is the saying? Yeah, we're here here for a good time. Good time, not a long time. You can sleep when you're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the puns. Um... Is that a pun? I don't know. Is that a pun? Never mind. I couldn't come up with a pun right now to give you an example. There's something for the name of it. I just, the words are not coming to me. Um. Anyways, today is going to be obviously heck no, heck yeses. A lot of them. Just like everything we're talking about is a lot of heck no and heck yeses. No one wants the serious topic. To this Uh-oh. week, okay? This week has been just a long, feels like, it feels like a month. It feels like I did everything I wanted to in my lifetime in one week. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh recaps of life, obviously, hater, lover of the week. Voicemails, we got so many good voicemails that are just going to bring up just Aww. a plethora of great topics. And then we have a DM that's asking for advice. And it's I think we could give some sound advice on this. So, okay. yeah, we're going to jump right into it, okay? Um, heck what no, Megan. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll start with you. always ask me. So I was like, I'm going to sneak in and ask her first <laughs> this time. Okay, okay. My heck yes is actually kind of... Okay, if you... okay. Pause. If you guys can hear a little midget voice of me in the background of Megan, or my dog, just know, or your dog, just know that I don't want to take three hours editing between every single word, cutting it out. So yeah, I'm sorry sure. if it's super annoying. We'll try to find a different technology assortment next time. Um, yeah, but my heck yes is wholesome. Um, heck yes to it. yeah. I'm hitting you with it. Um, my, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. My heck yes is our blessed Mother Mary. So yeah, that's heck yes. She has been coming in clutch the past week or so. I used to, I don't know, Megan, like we've never really talked about this before, but like I used to not 
have a relationship with Jesus's mother for I don't know very long time even though she was there like she, like right. looking back I think she's just been the most major player in my game of life <laughs> um, as you sport um, her on a tee <laughs> I know, what she's literally wearing. on me. <laughs> One of the three t-shirts I've been wearing for the past 11 weeks. Um, but <laughs> she's just been giving me hugs all week, everything I needed all week. But um, yeah, that relationship with her was like very hard in the beginning, hard to develop because yeah. like I just never had that motherly figure. So trying to understand how Jesus loves his mother was mm-hmm. like always you know, difficult, but I'm, I'm there and obviously still growing. Um, but she's just amazing. (laughs) Always growing. So heck yes to mother Mary and just loving on her. Yeah. Dang it. I should have gone first. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Mine's literally heck yes to happy people in airports. (laughs) I fly so much that I'm used to people being like complete jerks to me and me just like accepting it because I just accept that I have terrible airport and airplane luck but people were so happy and like nice this whole time I was traveling I think it might just be because they miss people you know and I they think it's working. that but I also know. I think it's like we have a common unified thing going on true true because like I don't know a lot of the times I'm a big Matt Walsh fan yeah. I, Megan you know that yeah He argues that, like, the United States of America is not united anymore, and I completely agree, Mm -hmm. Um, because there's nothing, like, there's not many things that unite us. Right, true. But, um... But COVID, hey. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but COVID, sorry, I got to hey. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, I love that. But you can't see anyone smile with a mask on. True, but, like, they were so happy you could see them smiling with their eyes, you know? <laughs> I've been more cheesy so that people can tell. Except I actually, if we're being honest, I straight up did not wear a mask when I was traveling. You guys, I'm pregnant. I'm not doing it, and you're not no. required in most states, anyways. Texas and California, they don't require it. Require? Wait, California doesn't require it? No, they don't require it anymore. It's not oh, required. Yes. Yeah, on the planes, it's quote unquote required, but. I just held a water bottle up on my belly the whole time. So if anyone wanted to come at me, it was like, well, I'm drinking water. So I don't know what you want me to do. Like I had snacks (laughs) and water like the entire plane ride. So I didn't have to worry about it. But yeah, not required in California. Literally landed in Texas and like 20% of the people there were actually wearing masks. Everyone else like wasn't social distancing, wasn't wearing masks. It was like life was normal. And I was like, this is great. Um, I know everyone yeah. has their own feelings about it, but I thought it was phenomenal. So, <laughs> yeah, I've been going to Wisconsin every weekend um, <laughs> because life is normal there, and it's like COVID never even happened. COVID never hit like, Wisconsin. It went around Wisconsin. <laughs> I know. Like I've never seen one person with a mask on in Wisconsin for the past month. Like That's not amazing. one person. I've been and I've been there like freaking every weekend. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's super great. But okay, the eye smile thing. I've been trying to like squint my eyes, just not even smiling. Like I'm just not even smiling. Just like anytime I see someone, I'm like <laughs> your eyes to the point that you can't see, but you can definitely tell there's some sort of expression being made. 
Yeah, yeah, I've been super aware of it. Like, I was at um, Walgreens the other day, and I there's this lady worker trying to pick up a cart or whatever, and I just squinted my eyes, and she squinted them back, and I was like, oh, oh. humanity restored. <laughs> well, people were just like action, a- action. <laughs> they were just asking questions like, oh, where are you headed to? For what? What are you doing? When are you due? Like, you know how the like um, security people when you go through security. They're typically yeah. just kind of like blunt and like move on, move on, move yeah. on, keep going. And sometimes they're kind of jerks. They were literally all so nice. And they were like, what do you do? Is it a boy? Is it a girl? And they were like, you don't have to take your cameras out of your bag. And I was like, this is amazing. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. But yeah. So okay. Well, the guy last time I traveled, he told me that my passport smile was better than my real life one. Oh, oh. <laughs> Are you for real? But I think it's because I think it's because I like just did the smile without teeth, and he was like, "I like that smile better." Like pointed to my passport. Oh my and I was like, gosh. <laughs> okay. okay. Glad you don't get an opinion on that. Bye. I'm gonna flip right back to you. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Heck no. So, uh, heck no is I just shared. Okay, it's Wednesday. Um, let's let's reveal this, you know, fourth wall of the podcast. It right. is Wednesday, but That's we get it out on Friday. Um, yes, it's true. I just shared a video of a woman pretty much getting kidnapped in her own mm-hmm. car, and heck no to like because she did that. Dumb. I mean, she was dumb, but also like that. It 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 is one of my biggest fears to be kidnapped, yeah. and after living yeah. where I live in LA like that is a massive fear of mine and so we're gonna get yeah. someone on the podcast um that knows all the ins and outs of like what to be aware of what to not do what to do right. um like should you carry a knife do you even know how to use a knife like I hold my keys been- to my fingers and I'm like oh yeah I'll really take someone out with like what yeah it's like okay you have to get so close to them <laughs> I know I do Someone have told me about spray, a, yeah pepper spray, but then again, you still have to get super close with them. Someone told me no, a they have gun. pretty good. They got pretty good uh, radius. Yes, pretty great. <laughs> I just did the hand motion as if I was yeah. someone. So yeah, um, heck no to that, and we will get someone on because I feel like it's super important. And like, I'm not a Taekwondo Taekwondo karate <laughs> guru. My mom- things like my whole life I could go off on a list of things she's told me to do but we'll save that for that podcast yeah we'll save it you can send us our send in some questions or whatever in our um Instagram DMs at what in the dang heck but it will be like we're gonna have on an expert that knows what they're talking about um because yeah we don't want any what in the dang heckers to get kidnapped okay Megan what's your heck no not that okay mine were like ultimate like ultimate heck yes mother mary ultimate heck no getting kidnapped and raped like those are pretty pretty drastic extreme um yeah so mine is heck no to overhearing someone talk so badly to someone else in public like if it's a couple and they're traveling together or if it's a family and it's like the dad talking to his like children or something and they're just sitting at the table behind you at a restaurant or something. And just the way he's talking is just like so disrespectful. And you're just trying not to listen. But you're also thinking like, do I say something? Do I confront this? Do I not? Like I'm a solo pregnant woman here. Like do I? <laughs> it's the worst. It was the worst. 
it is that is such an awkward position because it's like okay you're not abusing them but like you choose to parent right. the way you choose I can't right. argue on that because like exactly. they're not my kids I'm not in your situation and you know like mothers always have those moments where they just break down in the grocery store because their kids being you know a butt right right but it was like it heck no I guess specifically to men talking yeah. to women super disrespectfully out loud in public to the woman or to his right. daughter or in whatnot. general like, no. like well in general yes yeah. but like when you're in public and you're witnessing it and it's like dude what in the heck like that's so awkward okay. can you so um awkward. what was he saying <laughs> now I want to be in on this <laughs> he was just like he was something happened to the flight or something on his phone and he was like did you do this and she's like no you took care of all the traveling details oh well you must have done this because I I wouldn't have done something like that and then like their daughter was doing something at the dinner table and she was like 10 or 11 maybe and he was just he was talking to her like she was four and then he wasn't like he wasn't talking to her like she was a human that could like learn and wanted to reciprocate whatever he wanted from her yeah like he was just hammering her like no don't you dare like his whole tone was just not it was rubbing me wrong and I really bad traveling I didn't you see true colors when you travel with people you really that is true that's true yeah they say what do they say like travel with someone and watch them try to untangle Christmas lights and you'll see true colors (laughs) (laughs) so funny I think it's those two things Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's really true. Like if you're dating someone, you should definitely go on a trip with them and travel with them because yeah. it's really, if, if you are an avid traveler, like I think it's super important. Um, especially mm-hmm. like you want the man to be able to take care of everything and anything. Yeah. Yeah. I you mean, want him to step up and you really got to see him do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, hopefully. especially, hopefully you do. <laughs> right. And like, I don't find traveling stressful. I do you yeah, find traveling? Either. Yeah. No, but I've been traveling my whole life. Right. But you also have the worst luck when it comes to oh, traveling. That's true. Um, but I need to hear about your weekend in California. Number oh one, like gosh. claps to Megan traveling alone in third trimester first <laughs> pregnancy. <laughs> I really honestly forgot boundaries. Like I forgot not I didn't forget I was pregnant. Guys, I literally had someone tell me on Instagram, remember that you're pregnant a couple months back. And I was like, oh, thank you. I almost forgot. That's so crazy. (laughs) It's not a disability. I know. I know. It was because I was bowling and I was at the trampoline park in the second trimester when I felt great. And someone was like, remember you're pregnant. I was like, I know. I really hope that was coming from a good place of your heart. But I'm not quitting my life because I'm pregnant. Especially when it just involves bowling. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I forgot that like I get tired more quickly or that like certain positions I start to get off balance in now. <laughs> like when I'm taking photos, you guys, I forget like safety things or like things I maybe shouldn't do or like I just whatever. You're not like climbing shot. rocks. Right, right. And then pregnant, I like forgot oh my gosh, like I'm not like when I squat down to get like a photo or an angle or something, it's like totally different when you, when you, when you got a big belly on you and like you're trying to keep up with your clients because a lot of mine are like adventure kind of things. So I have to like scale, scale a little bit of a sand rock wall or, you know, and I'm like, and then I booked things too, where it was like all day. I was like back to back to back with like sessions or I, 
It's a puppy. No, no, no. It's fine. It's whatever. People know you have a dog. That is true. And eventually I'll have a baby. So, I mean, get used to the dog now and then we'll add a baby on later. It'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh, real. This is just us. That's true. Um, And then I had like a 4 a.m. wake up sunrise session and like, I mean, honestly, if COVID hadn't happened, this all, this trip wouldn't have happened and everything would have been spaced nicer and it would have been great and it would have been in the second trimester, but. Wait, so you photographed, you did a a mentor session. No. So right when I got off the plane, I went straight to a mommy daughter shoot. And then next day on Saturday, I did a mentor session and then I did another mentor session and then I did engagement photos at sunset. And then the next morning I did sunrise, like elopement vow type photos they couldn't have their wedding the way they wanted to obviously because of mm-hmm. covid and so she got into her dress they did a first look um they had already legally gotten married but she wanted to do all the things that you get to yeah, do on your of wedding course. day and so she they wrote like their own personal vows to each other and took them out onto the beach at sunrise and like read them to each other and like their get up and then went back home and they cut their cake with each other it was like totally just them two and it was so sweet and cute and they rented out a cute Airbnb, so they got, like, a cute in-home session, too. It was just Aww. really adorable. It was really adorable. It was a really long morning, um, but it was really cute. Yeah, and how early day, did you have to wake up? 3.30 a.m. Oh, my gosh! <laughs> I, I know. Megan, that's hard. Like, all of this is I just, like, I'm exhausted even hearing. <laughs> I know. And then, but the best part, like, this is, it's the best part and the worst part. I haven't taken photos this consistently and this often since I lived in California. And right. so like, and that, that's my jam. Like that's what gets me motivated. That's what gives me energy. That's what makes me happy. And so it fills your cup. <laughs> it literally does. And so I, yeah, I was tired Saturday, I think was the worst day because there was no break. There was no like downtime at lunch with a friend or anything. It was just boom, 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 boom. Right. But Sunday, even though I woke up at 3.30 a.m. and had gone to bed at like 11 because of the sunset session the night before, Mm -hmm. I still was like so on fire and so happy. Like it wasn't even phasing me that I woke up at 3.30 a.m. pregnant or anything. Um, And then Monday I had a family session and then I got maternity photos done by one of my really good friends. So, Wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so so there's this like word that's been ruminating in my mind and heart, and it's supernatural joy. And I'm like, okay, Uh Megan, that's supernatural joy. Like, it it is supernatural, because (laughs) there is no possible way that in that the third trimester, like you were carrying and growing a baby that like you have that much energy. And it's rooted from the joy that you get from what you're doing. Like anything can happen. If, if you have this like crazy, intimate, organic joy. Yeah, no, it literally, I went home and I was telling Avery about it and I was like, it was wild because like, yeah, I was busy and yeah, I was kind of exhausted at some points, but overall I was like, this is the best thing ever. Like, this is so fun. And then when I got back here, it made me realize like, I honestly might've been slightly depressed the past couple months. Like the mm-hmm. amount of emotionalness and like sensitivity and like, yeah, that could be pregnancy too, whatever. But like, I have nothing but Avery out here. That is it. Right. And so being out there and just, even though it was go, 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 and it was 24 seven and I was trying to meet up with literally everyone in a span of four days, it was, it was like perfect. And I, I hate that you don't love California as much as I do. Okay. But totally different places. Huh? Yeah. I've never been to San Diego. Like I live like right. by downtown LA. And exactly. Was, like, 
exactly by all the beaches and the cute towns and everything so someday you're going to come out and visit us there when we move back which will be next year hopefully (laughs) and you'll come out to virginia with my godchild exactly (laughs) it'll be so perfect you'll be in your happy place i'll be in my happy place we'll experience each other like happier than we ever have in our lives it'll be great <laughs> right just happens to be on different close or coasts different coasts <laughs> different coasts yeah literally honestly like the, the fact that Cece moved out to LA as we moved away from California is like the epitome of our traveling yes when, in regards to each other like our schedules yeah just always and like missing each other <laughs> totally and I think uh, one thing that's it's kind of off topic and on to- topic um, I think it's so important for young women to travel alone. Yes. Like incredibly oh important. Retweet. I say it all the time. Yes. Because it is, uh, it, it's an independence factor and you're mm-hmm. going to feel like you can do it all. Yeah. Like honestly. Yeah. I don't, I don't have, I don't have like a, a specific like points to talk about this topic, but like. I don't know. I think I started traveling alone when I was 16. Um, Yeah, I think I was like, no, I was definitely, yeah, I was definitely like 16 or 17 because I mm -hmm. wanted to go back and visit my friends in California. It's always California. (laughs) But I got on the plane at 16 and I, were you you freaking out the first time? Like I kind of freaked out and was like, oh my gosh, what's the next step? What's the next step? Like I just checked my bag in. What's the next step? What do I need to go find? But then I realized like it's muscle memory, but at the same time I have traveled my whole life. So it was a little different, but. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I think, um, I traveled when I was like four and I flew on a plane by myself (laughs) and obviously like you hire like whatever they have people that work for the airport that like pick you up and stuff. So I was never like intimidated by a plane, but I didn't fly much until I could pay for my own flights. Like I probably only flew two, three times until you know, that was on me. And even if you don't have the means to travel alone, you're totally fine. (laughs) Hello, Mo. We understand you are here. (laughs) He needs his own podcast one of these days. (laughs) But even if you don't have the means to travel alone, (laughs) Megan can't. (laughs) Avery is going to take him every week on podcast days from now on. Avery, if you're listening to this, I just hope you know. What? The problem is I can't let him outside to bark because our neighbors literally just had a newborn baby. And I'm not oh. about to be that person. Okay, that's and true. That's you have a basement? No, we have a garage, but it's like packed with stuff. Avery stuff everywhere. Like the dog will probably get a disease or a cut or, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's fine. We'll just leave it. He'll chill. Will he chill? I'm going to shut the door so it, like, dims okay. out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now he's barking at the door to let me to let him in. Oh, my gosh. He'll chill. He'll chill. He'll chill. If you don't have the money to travel, carry on. <laughs> if you don't have the money to travel, like, make it a priority to do one trip by yourself, whether it's a road mm-hmm. trip and you get an Airbnb or whether, you know, you're traveling or flying alone to then see a friend and stay with a friend. Like, right. I just think it's so important as you're maturing years, like yes. high school, college, post-college. If you are 23 and you haven't traveled alone, like, make it a priority. Exactly. No, I totally agree. And it's just like it's a whole different experience kind of thing. Like like we were saying, you get to see someone's true colors when you're traveling with them. But it's the same thing. Like you're not going to gain 
like there's not a specific word to call it or anything, but there, there's like an experience aspect to it that just adds to your ability to like tackle things and do it's things confidence. on your own. It will give you a lot of yeah, confidence. It's confidence and independence for sure. Agree on that. Okay, wait. Road trip, traveling, pet peeves. Oh. Can we just talk about everyone on the plane that decided to get a seat all the way in the back and then they think they're allowed when the plane stops to run all the way to the front? Yes. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Also, can we talk about – this kind of goes back to your video that you shared this morning about being taken. Um, But there was a guy that was sitting next to me on the plane. And then the seat in front of us was open. And so, like, as we were taking off, he, like, switched up the other one. And I was like, great, cool, whatever. But he, like, ordered somehow because you're not allowed to get – they don't serve you beverages or anything on the planes right mm-hmm. now. Somehow, I think he paid the flight attendant extra because she, like, came up and they did, like, this real sketchy deal thing. He paid her extra and got, like, a Jack and Coke or whatnot. And I was like, okay, that's a little obnoxious. Um, And then he – turned around and like tried having conversation with me and he was like so I turned around in the seat yes. and I was like dude you were sitting right next to me so I thought this was like done and over with like you just moved to your own seat you wanted your own space which is great because I want my own space and this is fine and he turned around in his seat to like talk to me and ask me like where I was going and what was going on and I could tell he was traveling with a guy sitting across from me across the aisle for me too and they were like being really goofy and sketchy and you can I don't know I don't know I was getting super on edge and like just very alert and aware and I was like when I get off the plane I'm going straight to the women's restroom and then I'm going to wait and look around and see if I see them I don't know especially because I was heading into Albuquerque I was like yeah people are sketchy uh, there no yeah that is literally like Antifa hub is it really I don't know but I really wouldn't be surprised that was like kind of a joke, but kind of not because they're like defacing all the statues in Albuquerque and Are there was really? like a shooting. Yeah. I remember <laughs> this is terrible too, but the first day I landed in California, I think it was like Friday, I called Avery and he was like, How's your favorite how's your favorite place? And I was like, It's so great, it's so beautiful. Like people are dressing cute and there's succulents <laughs> everywhere. And he was like, and I literally just heard a gunshot. And I was like, Nice, nice. How about I don't come home? Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, when you start hearing gunshots when you're trying to go to sleep, not um, cool. Yep. Yeah. Not cool. Not cool Unsafe. Um, okay, my biggest – sorry, I just got really – because I just yeah, remembered that. about it. <laughs> my biggest pet peeve on a freaking airplane is when someone decides that the entire airplane wants to watch and hear what they're listening to Ooh. because they don't put in a headphone. There was this man, and he was listening – to this video, these just videos on repeat. You know how Facebook gives yeah. you one video, then the next one. I don't know how we got Wi-Fi. I don't, I have no idea. <laughs> but they were in, in Spanish and they were just repeat. He would watch one video like 10 times. And okay. it was just like girls doing stupid stuff in the lawn because he was sitting in front of me so I could see it. Oh my gosh. But I tapped on his shoulder and I said, excuse me, um, we like, I'm, I'm pretty sure not just me, but the whole plane would appreciate if you could put on headphones because the yeah. whole plane doesn't want to hear what your, um, your, your phone is doing. And he pretended not to speak English. Oh and I was like, oh my gosh. I was gonna say kudos to you for speaking up. Cause everyone was think- thinking it. Yeah. Like everyone was looking at him like, dude, dude. get a grip. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, oh. my, my, the same thing happened on my flight, but it, but it was a baby crying. And I have, like, huge sympathy for moms that are flying with babies. Mm-hmm. And I hate, like, looking around and seeing all these people literally, like, you can just tell everyone's getting frustrated and upset. And they're, like, 
so ticked off that this baby's crying and I just think about the mom and I'm like oh my gosh she's literally trying her hardest and then I just want to shout to everyone in the plane that's like all stressed out and like frustrated you also were once a small child that cried so stop it like (laughs) the pro-life person in me is like shut up get rid of that frown it's not the worst thing that could happen to your day like right (laughs) you think that mom is happy like no she's doing the best that she can and this child just wants off the plane yeah just put in some headphones exactly just put in some headphones focus on your breathing if you like get anxious or whatever when babies cry I don't know and you'll be fine like right that's different yeah yeah it's just inconsiderate like people like that but the plane will typically give you headphones, but they don't have the right jack anymore. They They're all the old they ones. Don't. And so there's this lady in first class one time, and she was giving the um, flight attendant such a hard time. She's like, well, since you guys don't have the right headphones, then I have the right to play my movie out loud. And they're like, ma'am, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should get your own headphones, lady. <laughs> right. And it's so funny sitting in the back of the plane because you can hear all the gossip that the, air, the, the flight the, attendants. Yeah, they're like talking crap about everyone. I'm like, that's oh amazing. <laughs> like, you guys are talking louder than you think. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny, though. That's got to be a stressful job at some points. Like, people just demanding things from you. Mm, no. Yeah, I in flight attendants do not get paid that much unless you're like 10 years plus. True. That I mean, I true. guess that's the same. They get paid decently, though. And yeah. they get really awesome experiences. I have a couple friends who are flight attendants. And you didn't need a four-year degree, so you're not in debt. So that's always good. (laughs) I thought about maybe being a flight attendant like years ago. And then I was like, "Mm, I just want a different lifestyle where I can not live in hotels. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. One of my really good friends who I just hung out with in California, she's still under her flight attendant like license or whatever, but not working right now because obviously they like had to lay off a lot of people. And she's, like, so not even mad about it. She's, like, it's whatever. Like, I didn't realize how much of a homebody I was until I started becoming a flight attendant. And I was, like, no, I'm okay. And she was getting to go to, like, Paris, Germany, Portugal, mm-hmm. like, all these cool places. And she was still, like, yeah, no, I'd rather just be at home like in one place. So. Yeah, that's actually – I guess you don't – yeah, same. I don't realize – but I'm not a homebody. So I can't, like, sympathize with people that like to stay home because I'm, like, let's go do something. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we going today? Yeah. <laughs> Who are we hanging yeah. out with? What are we doing? Like what, you know? Do we no, have plans true. for every weekend of the month? Okay, let's make them. That's literally me. I'm like, Avery, can we like plan out some things? He's like, why don't we just wait until the weekend comes? I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're like, no, I want to look forward to it. I need stuff to look forward I know, to. I need stuff to look forward to. Honestly, that's that sums up why I think the trip was so good versus the past six seven months of my life out here because <laughs> you look forward to it look forward to other than grocery runs and house chores right like honestly. okay I saw a meme I don't know I don't know where I saw this I can't remember but they said that the worst purchase of 2020 is a daily planner okay, because that's honestly so true <laughs> you might as well just put it in a fire <laughs> like my yeah might as well light it on fire because there's nothing to plan out like the year's halfway over and people are now just starting to do the things that they had planned in like February. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Imagine like all the resorts, Cancun, even Hawaii, stuff like that. Okay. I'm like scratching my back right now and I got a massage really late last night and okay. Massage last night. 
Yes. And on the phone, they were like, oh, yeah, we have Jan available. And I was like, perfect, Jan. I don't know who that is, but I'm down. So I get there, and they're like, okay, John is John is coming up. I'm like, John? <gasps> they're, like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, it's spelled J-A-N. We have some new girls. They might have told you Jan. I was like, so it's uh, a guy? Jan is not doing my back. And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't feel comfortable with, like, a guy masseuse. Do you have any women? She's like, let me just go get him. I'm like, no, don't go get him. This is out. No. <laughs> I'm like, you know, when you're younger and you ask your friend, like, hey, can I have a snack? And they're like, mom, Cece wants a snack. Yes. I don't want it anymore. Crap. (laughs) I just wanted you to get me one, not ask your mom. I know, literally. And then then you have to confront Jan, John, and tell him, like, yeah, I don't feel comfortable with you. Well, at first I was like, okay, are they transgender? Like, I'm confused. (laughs) Turns out he was just he was Asian and it might've just like been spelled culturally J A N, which makes sense. John, John, J A N, John. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds like John to me, but anyways, I told him, I was like, I don't feel comfortable. And then they're like, well, we don't have anyone else. And I was leaving. This was yesterday. I'm leaving tonight for LA. So I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And it was the best massage ever. I don't think I'll ever get an, a woman masseuse again because you get more bang for your buck. They have bigger hands. Like, that is true. And typically they're stronger. They don't let up as quick. Right. I'm like, I've only delicate. had one massage once. Yeah. And it was really, um, yeah, I've only had one massage in my lifetime oh my and I've still God. never been to a concert. Megan. I go to our- okay. Actually I'm down. I want to be the first person you go to a concert with. I mean, I have um, a couple friends that have said that. And I still haven't been to a concert, so whoever makes it happen first wins. Okay, Colorado Red Rock Amphitheater. We'll go see someone there. Okay, great. Who are we? That's seeing? my, um, like a Ben Rector, Jason Mraz. Oh, I love Jason. I don't know Jason Rector. I just combined Jason Mraz and Ben Rector. Like a soothing that. vibe, or we can do like an alternative rock, like 1975 band oh, kind of vibe. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, yeah, it doesn't matter. At this point, I just need to go to a concert. I need to go out and experience the world again. <laughs> Same, everyone. <laughs> Except this will be my seventh flight since quarantine. Okay, this will be my first time ever not bringing a uh I'm only bringing a carry-on I'm not doing a check really? suitcase I think yeah. I've done that once in my life yeah I've never done it I'm just keeping all my stuff here because I have to drive here anyway so it's gonna save you time and it's gonna save you like 30 dollars depending on who you fly with <laughs> right and you know what I'm that cool girl because I always used to look at girls like how do they do it they just have a carry-on I'm gonna be the carry-on girl so Dude, it's gonna be so cute. I felt so cute when I was doing just a carry on, and I put like extra effort into my outfit. Can we talk about? Can we talk about airport style? Yes, I love it. It's so Best people watching, so you want to look good. Yeah, and and you get to like see all these different people from all over. Like you have no clue where they're going or what's going on in their life or anything, but they all have their own unique style because there's so many different people in one place, and it's mm-hmm. not just like that whole states culture or whatever like it's like yeah. a culmination of cultures from all over the freaking world and everybody has their own styles and it's just so freaking cute and I always get so excited when I know I'm flying somewhere because then I get to come up with my own outfit and like how cute I want to look which is kind of hard when you're pregnant I just stuck to long dresses but 
it was still so fun. I just love airport style so much. Yeah, I do love airport style. And like Athleta, they are a brand. They're like with the Old Navy Banana Republic crew. Mm -hmm. Athleta is really cute for airport style. They are a little more pricey, but you get like basics that you can wear forever. So love me and Athleta. But what I was going to say, oh, this, okay, I'll start and then I'll backtrack with this story. So my favorite thing to do in airports if I'm flying with someone is to pick a person and then just completely make up their whole life story. (laughs) So the first time I ever did this, I was going on a date and I drove to Ohio. His name will remain anonymous (laughs) because I don't know if he listens, but he is on Instagram. And so I was going on a date in Ohio and I drove all the way there from Illinois. And then I stayed in his parents' basement for his cousin's wedding. And he had a house, but he was renting out his house to his aunt, who's like sickly husband, had to be close to the hospital nearby. I don't know. Anyways, so this is actually my first time meeting him. And I just like stayed in his parents' basement for his friend's wedding. And the whole time at the wedding, we literally did this. We sat there drinking and just made up stories for every single person. And it was such a fun time. (laughs) Date of the year goes to that guy. I know. Shout out. And it's awkward. No, that was, (laughs) this was. I think two falls ago. So oh, okay. BC, BC Michael. Michael. <laughs> oh my gosh, we just oh said that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like BM. No, before Christ. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Actually, dating stories are that could be a whole podcast. I have so Megan. What was your first kiss? Uh, I think it was with my first boyfriend. I don't think I dated anyone. Like, I don't think I kissed anyone that I wasn't in like a committed relationship with. Or, like, okay. wasn't deciding to go into a committed relationship with. Because I went on a couple different dates, like, in college. Like, frat dates where they take, like, a... What do you call it? Like, fraternity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, I don't know. I, don't know. I wasn't in... I wasn't in Greek yeah, life, right. but they have those dances. Right. They have dances. And I never got to go to a dance. But, like, at football games, they would try and get a date to go with them. Or they would do like rollerblading at night or something that was themed and they would get a date to go with them. So I'd been to a couple of those things, but I never kissed those guys because I was just like, yeah, I'm your date to a game, but I'm not your girlfriend. Right. <laughs> um, and they were always kind of just awkward. But my first kiss was probably with my ex. And I really mm-hmm. don't remember it like at all. Wait, how old were you? <laughs> I was in college. I was like 17 or 18. You were 17 in college? Yeah, dude, I... I'm okay. So my birthday is September, early September. And so I was either going to be the youngest in the class or the oldest in the class because of my birthday. And so I was always the youngest. That's true. You graduated college at 21. Mm -hmm. Wait, I can't remember. You're homeschooled all the way through high school, right? I was homeschooled till high school and I went to high school. Oh, right. You went to public high. Okay. Yeah. And I was 14 as a freshman. I was, I went to public and then I went to private too. Public was fun. Private. Oh, which sucks because it took money out of my parents' wallet, but oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, I went to public high school and my first kiss, I was a sophomore. I didn't end up dating him. But so 15, 16, 16? Yeah, my first hug was freshman year. <laughs> Your first hug? I remember that way more than my first kiss. 
It was the only football game I went to freshman year because I was a gymnast and I worked out 30 hours a week, so I couldn't do anything fun. And I finally took off to go to the homecoming football game. And this guy's like one of my really good friends still. And we joke about it. But it was like he had a blanket and he's like, do you want to get or something like, hey, come here or something. And so then he like held the blanket around me. And I thought I was like, so cool. (laughs) I remember I did go on a date and I wasn't allowed to date in high school, but I went on a date with a guy in high school. And I remember lying to my parents. This is so bad. Mom, I'm sorry if you're listening. Um, but I remember telling them like, oh, yeah, it's a whole group of us. We're all going. And I didn't say like anything about like I had the biggest crush on this guy. Biggest crush. And I was like, yeah, a whole group of us are going. Um, we're all just going to go mini golfing. And he picked me up. And then we went. And then my mom had to pick me up. And it was just him and I sitting outside. So I'm pretty sure my mom knew. But like yeah. that was my first hug. And like first, it was the most awkward, like silent date ever like we were both so awkward and he was like a grade or two above me too oh I, I know I know I really was like living the best life but I was not really I, my hair was crunchy from my curl gel I'm pretty sure I still wore button up <laughs> she had crunchy curl hair and she I was did. wearing checkered Bermuda shorts <laughs> honestly I probably was because I had just gotten out of the homeschooling phase of my entire life so <laughs> I wasn't at children's place until eighth grade the children's place. Do you remember that? Is, I just would. My mom would order stuff from Lands End online, so that doesn't make it any better. Because <laughs> it would have like a stitched dog on the jean, on the side of my jeans, or like butterflies coming up my jeans, and it was like, what is that? My <laughs> thing had embroidered flowers and butterflies up until yes. I was like fifteen. <laughs> yes. And the least justice cami. I was like, if I had one of those babies, I would wear every single day of the week. <laughs> yes, because it was the cutest thing ever. Like, so you're cute. like, you wear it on top of shirts, you wear it under shirts. Uh-huh. You wear that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh. God. Okay. Yes, first hug was like, or like you do those weird side hugs, but you're like, oh my gosh, first real chest hug. Got really close. Yeah, literally. Oh my gosh. Actually, no. First kiss. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, this is so bad. I just remembered. This guy. Mine might be worse, but you can go ahead. <laughs> no, so this guy had liked me. He had a crush on me all throughout high school. The three years I was in California high school, at least. Um, and But he never asked me out, probably because he knew I wasn't allowed to date. But he also never asked me to a dance. Like, I could have gone to a dance with a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he never asked me to a dance because he was always worried I would say no. And so we would always ask someone else. And it was just like a running joke that I was like, these are so scared. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we were like literally best friends. We flirted all the time. It was very clear and apparent to everyone throughout those three years that like he had this thing for me and I just kind of was sweet and cute back, but I couldn't date. And so it was like, whatever. They threw a surprise going away party for me. A bunch of my friends, they like got groups of like my soccer friends and then my high school friends and they threw a huge going away party. And at the very end of it, he tried to kiss me and I swerved it and then felt awkward and left with my two girlfriends. And they, we got in the car and they were like, Megan, what was that? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what that was. I don't know. I don't know. And they're like, you have to go back. Like you have to go back and let him kiss you. Like you're about to leave. Like you have to. And so it's like the most romantic thing you can think of in your 17 year old brain. It was so bad. Like the fact that I swerved him and then still went back and then we kissed. And it was just so terrible. Wait, like, oh, were you like, hi, they told me that, like, I should kiss no, you? No, I, I went back and I said, I'm sorry. That was really rude. And I shouldn't have done that. 
and then he kissed me and it was just like a little peck on the lips like it wasn't even because at that point he's like dude rejection times a thousand yeah and then I'm like I'm not making the move clearly like I just swerved the heck out of it and so it was just this little peck and then I left and moved to Alabama and like Never I, well we did for a little bit like he sent me to Alabama with one of his sweatshirts and like wrote me this like he literally drenched it in his co- Hollister cologne <laughs> yes it smelled like him and everything and like the whole road trip that we drove our family drove from California to Alabama the whole road trip like every hotel I'd pull it out and like fall asleep with it and like cry because <laughs> I thought I was like leaving my like a future husband or whatever and he wrote like this love note love note in his in my yearbook and my teachers were all like oh my gosh you guys have to get married like everyone <laughs> at the school was on board with it. <laughs> and then eventually we just kind of fell off the tra- like he started dating someone who he's now married to obviously I started dating someone who I'm now married to like we don't talk about it anymore at all <laughs> I still follow his life on Instagram he still follows mine but yeah so bad so oh crazy. my gosh okay the sweatshirt <laughs> thing so I, you always get a sweatshirt okay always and I had this sweatshirt. So I always dated guys from different schools. I was encouraged to date in high school to like actually go on dates, have men pick me up, bring me out somewhere, go on friend dates, stuff like that. Yeah. And so that's why I feel like it's like, okay, I know what I want because I've actually been in the dating scene for so Mm -hmm. long. But I always dated guys from different schools. And so I, it was always like kind of weird because I was a cheerleader. And so I would meet these guys. They were like the opposite team in football and basketball games. And then I would get to know them. And then they would be like playing against my guy friends at my own school. And it would get like super weird. And so I had this sweatshirt from this guy. And we ended up just like, I don't know. We could still be dating now because we never broke up. We pretty much just both like ghosted each other. (laughs) Like seven years later, like still dating. And my little brother had this guy on Snapchat. And so the guy like Snapchatted my little brother was like, hey, dude, I'm in town, like, I don't know, something, something, something. My little brother was like, Cece still has your sweatshirt. You want to come pick it up? And I'm like, and I find out, like, a week later, my little brother's like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 stopped by and picked up the sweatshirt. I'm like, Demetrius, no, you were supposed to keep the sweatshirt forever. He just oh, not deserve it. it. It's so comfy. <laughs> I, I like, I'm like, you don't do that. Why? Right. Right. (laughs) Like, okay, there's something to be said, like if it was someone you dated for a while and you had like an actual relationship with and a history with, then yeah, maybe don't hold on to those. Like, I don't know. I sent them (laughs) with my ex, uh, Hurricane Harvey. Is that what the one in Texas was? Yeah, I think so. Like flooded everywhere. Well, our soccer team was asked to bring like clothes in and like toiletries and stuff to donate to them. And I was like, this is the perfect opportunity. So I literally took all of his sweatshirts and t-shirts and long sleeve shirts and everything that he gave me, put them in a bag and sent them to Harvey. And I was like, how funny would it be if someone was like recording some news thing in Harvey and like someone walks by in the background in one of his sweatshirts? Because <laughs> he's from a different country. So they had the country on it. So it like very obviously would have been like if yeah. anyone knew him or he knew like it very obviously would have been his it wasn't just like some red adidas sweatshirt or whatever <laughs> no if they're like sentimental you should probably not have them if you want to move on 
Right. But like high school peck on the cheek, like flirty, whatever the crap that was. Like, just keep the sweatshirt. It's comfy. I know. <laughs> and don't have your little brother give it back. He's like, what? I thought I was doing the right thing. I'm like, no, you don't do that. <laughs> he thought he was doing the right thing. Oh, he's like, bro to bro. He wanted his sweatshirt back. No. Good high school stories. But yeah, I would say for me, I think dating in high school was like so great because I don't think you should have a serious. I guess, okay, I don't know how to describe this because um, you want to date with intention, but also dating is a skill and it's a numbers game. And I mean that in like the least playerish way possible. I was going to say, it's not <laughs> like you were shuffling out a deck of cards and people are going to start gambling. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you need to date to figure out what you want. You're not just going to figure it out. No, it's true. It's not going to be the first, well... Unless you're Avery, it's not going to be the first person you date. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Some people get lucky, Megan. I'm not but me. I, I had to date. Well, I only dated one other guy, but still. But I say, like, if I could give advice for relationships in high school, do not have a serious relationship in high school. That is the stupidest thing. Like, go on dates, but it doesn't mean you need a boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like how the guys in college, like the fraternity things, like, yeah, I could go on a date with them, get a gist of their attitude and like who they were and stuff, and then like never have to date them, never have to go on another date with them again. It was just fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. And you're still dating with intention because it's like, okay, we're not going to keep dating if you're not going to be my future husband. Right. But I also think like you need to understand different people's perspectives, get to know people, yeah. romant- not ro- not intimately, romantically, but like right. personally like romantically, not just like bro to... Because I was bros with a lot of guys throughout high school. Same. So many guy friends. An athlete. You were an athlete too. Like, I don't know. It was just the thing. The yeah. soccer teams hung out together. Bros. <laughs> Total bros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still like almost all my guy friends are still in my life. And a lot of my girlfriends you grow apart from from high school. Uh, but all my guy friends, I still will call them up. Yeah, I don't know. I also think it has to do with uh, maturity too, though. Like, if my dad let me date in high school, uh, there stuff would have happened. I have a really big feeling. I was so yeah. I was too little and too immature and too like innocent and naive. Like, you know how people would used to draw inappropriate manly parts <laughs> and they would turn it into a like cat face or something. Like they would disguise <laughs> it. People would literally ask me, like, Megan, what's that? Ha <laughs> ha and I was like, It's a cat. Like I literally didn't see that stuff. Like, yeah. Or no- okay. <laughs> yeah, there would be like stuff like that. They'd be like, Hey, pretend you're shaking a salt shaker into your mouth. And so yeah. then you would do it, and they're like, Ugh. I know, like that kind of stuff. Like I, I was such a little baby, and I was so naive and innocent. Like they would try to get me to say the word gay, and I wouldn't say the word gay. They would try to get me to say the word like, like any swear word, and I just wouldn't say them. And I never. Okay, even if I said a swear word in my head, I would be like, I'm sorry, God. <laughs> God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I literally I wouldn't say it. And then yeah, it, so that's. That Megan was not ready to even go on fun dates because she really honestly could have been taken advantage of. <laughs> yeah, it's different for everyone. I definitely had – and you were dating older too, and I was, I was dating, dating older. older. And I had gone straight out of homeschool. So there's right. no difference there. Like everyone's friends and everyone's nice and close to their families. And then you get into high school <laughs> and they're telling you to shake salt into your mouth and you're like what if you don't know what we're talking about do it in front of a mirror and you'll know what we're talking about yeah and then then you'll know how naive I was 
to not know what was happening. <laughs> okay, we were very book smart. Just some street yeah. smarts came a little oh, later in life. Yeah. I would rather have that. I think you can be safe and yet innocent at the same time. No, I, I totally agree. I pretty positive homegirl in my tummy. Sorry, honey, but pretty sure she's not going to be dating in high school unless she proves to be extremely mature or something. So. I don't know. That's what even like Mother Mary, that's what I'm saying. She literally had my back in all my dating years because yeah. there were definitely moments where it was like, okay, we're breaking up because we're not having sex. And it's like, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. well, that's like, you know, that just takes like a lot of courage to be like, don't need you anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I totally relate that to guardian angels, but Mary probably played a role too. I was always like, guardian angels were looking out extra hard. Or like my parents were praying to my guardian angels while I was in college or just yeah. like praying extra prayers for me. And I'm like looking back and I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> Seriously. There's so many moments like that. And like, wow, that could have really gone south. But yeah. Um, yeah. now I know not to be in that situation again. <laughs> Literally. Oh my gosh. Oh, you live and you learn. That's why you just, I think it's just so important to have these experiences because that yeah. sheltered life, you would never be able to look back and say like, wow, so thankful for God in that moment. Um, right. Because right. you need those like kind of, sketchy moments to be like, like yeah, God, real real world like everything's not butterflies and rainbows all the time moment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and also I think there's this like weird thing where at least high school and college is not real life because you're around people that are the same age as you like when you are in the working world and stuff these people are not the same age as you yeah and you need to be able to, like, have conversations and do real life with people that are completely different. And you won't get that yeah. in high school and college. It's true. That was one of the things I think I took from homeschool. My parents, like, my grandma would always say out of all of her cousin, the or her grandkids, we were the ones that were able to hold the best conversation with adults and like hold eye contact and shake hands and be respectful and listen and not just run off and be a stupid kid. And I think that played a lot from being homeschooled and like having to talk to parents and talk to my yes. parents and like know how to respect authority figures and talk to them and be mature. A hundred percent because, you know, I was homeschooled a little bit too. And I think, yeah, doing all of those things, interacting with different like ages for kids, even yeah. older kids, because in homeschooling, you're put with people, at least for co-ops, it's like you're doing right. whatever class your parents put you in. You can and there's be like in so many different age groups in that one class. Right. Yeah. You could be with like, you know, seven-year-olds and 13-year-olds and mm -hmm. you're kind of, you're 10. Right. Exactly. So yeah, perks of both, but I think a mix is good. That's kind of what I want to do with my kids. I also know I can't do like algebra one. So there's a point yeah. to cut myself off from homeschool. Remember three times three, Megan. I know, exactly. Like, okay, there's a point where I give up the power and let someone else who's got an education do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree. All right, so should we move on to hater of the week? Yes, hater of the week. Uh, my hater. He flipped me off while I was driving in California. But if we're being fair, it was kind of called for. Like I... <laughs> I kind of suck at driving. <laughs> okay, I'm scared to drive in California. I've never driven in California. I haven't. It's I have. So I've only fun. driven like once in the past year, and I am renting a minivan and have to drive to LAX to pick up my friend Ooh. next Wednesday. And I'm like, I've never even driven in California, much less driven in a yeah. long time. Well, it's fun. Like every time I get into my rental car and I get on the highway, I instantly have to remember like people drive 20 plus the speed limit there 
Oh, really? Yeah, like 15 plus at least. And people here drive the literal speed limit. And so <laughs> I had to get on the highway and go like, oh, heck yes, here we go. And like hit gas pedal and just like, it's it's so fun. Like it's actually- Oh my gosh, I'm scared. I'm not good at driving fast. <laughs> but- he there were like blind spots in this car I had like a really old Nissan Altima that I rented and there were blind spots and I totally got into a lane and he was way too close to me to have done that and he like zoomed around me and like flipped me off out the window and I was like honestly that's fair (laughs) I deserve that that, yeah (laughs) okay well lover of the week Macy Williams she sent a really sweet dm to our what in the dang heck podcast page And she drives six hours round trip to see her long distance boyfriend, which we totally get. And she felt like she was just hanging with girlfriends the whole trip, which that's what we wanted it to be. We don't want it. We just want it to be giggles and hanging out, chit chatting. Yeah, honestly. Oh, that's cute. Six hours. Good for you. Yeah, girl. At least you don't have to jump on a plane. Yeah, true. Oh, gosh. True. (laughs) Hopefully you're in the same time zone. That makes things easier. Yeah, that too. <laughs> you and I are just listing off all the things like, oh, well, at least you have this. And at least hopefully this is in your... But we still get it because it still sucks. It sucks. <laughs> yes. Okay, then moving on to voicemails. Sorry if this podcast is running a bit long. We just decided to chit chat in it, you know. Yeah. Hopefully everyone else is traveling right now too. So it doesn't really matter if it's long. <laughs> yeah. You hopefully are on a plane, you know. Okay. So lots of heck yes about going to mass and receiving sacraments. Oh, yes. It seems like a lot of, you know, a lot of churches are all of a sudden becoming oh. essential. So <laughs> <laughs> just decided to this weekend. That actually was clutch. It was the first weekend in California where they opened up mass was this weekend. Oh, really? So I didn't have to miss it. Yeah. I was so happy. Oh, California mass dresses me out. <laughs> The was, liturgy there makes me pretty bad. They had one of those little uh, wind chime things. Oh, that is liturgical <laughs> abuse at me. I don't care. <laughs> it you was can't bad. have a wind chime. A wind chime is for a bird in a garden. Okay? <laughs> in a backyard. On a like, sunny, breezy day. <laughs> like, this is not for our Lord and Savior, okay? Yeah. yeah. But I still got to go to mass and I still got to receive the Eucharist. Same Jesus. Same Jesus. Just different way to worship. Yeah. Yep. Everyone has their preference, but I'm pretty traditional. So you know how that goes. All right. Uh, Okay. Know what I've been really getting into is like Vatican politics. Oh, God. Because you don't real like you forget it is its own country. Yeah. Like it has all of its own stuff going on. That's true. Yeah. And I think I'm a um, Taylor Marshall, his podcast. Mm -hmm. So informative. I've been listening. He comes out with a daily podcast. So my daily podcasts are Matt Walsh and Taylor Marshall. And those are like my two informative. And then I, we created this podcast because we needed it because we wanted (laughs) to give this to someone. I just want chit chat. That's what I want to listen to. Um, But those are my two like informative podcasts. And he talks about a lot of, you know, the politics that go along with like bishops and, you know, Pope Francis and his socialist ways. So he's from a socialist country. Like, what do you expect? No, No, I totally know. (laughs) We don't have to get into that, but I'm just saying there are a lot of things that I think we should be informed about because, you know, the Vatican is its own country. So there is stuff going on in that that we need to be informed about. Nice. Um, it's better you know? to be more informed than just unaware and ignorant. 
Right. And I'm pretty sure like they have their own military. I think they have their own currency. Uh, man, I should know this. I've been to Rome three times. <laughs> yeah, I've never been, but I think that would make sense unless they use whatever it'll like, you know. Yeah. Well, it's a euro. Okay. In the European Union. I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, I don't know. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Lupe and Rachel from Maryland for being so cute and calling in. And then shout out to besties since kindergarten, Sharon and Kim. They were talking about they're like, heck no to oatmeal raisin cookies and not chocolate. I'm like, you are a serial killer if you decide oatmeal raisin over chocolate chip. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to bash them for that belief. I was like, no, that's 100% accurate. Raisins should not be in cookies. <laughs> raisins should be on top of peanut butter or should be on top of peanut butter on top of a banana yeah uh I just don't think raisins should exist <laughs> I like okay okay I have to be in the mood for a shriveled shriveled grape you know yeah I have to be in that, <laughs> yeah. that mood <laughs> exactly no thank you I choose chocolate always chocolate and then abigail and chloe they said that they they called in and they said that listening to our podcast has making has made the what in the dang heck become part of the vocab and i freaking love that yes Yes, you got to make sure you do it in like an accent too cc and i've used various ones throughout this entire podcast recording (laughs) or you just pick it and run with it but pick and choose yeah exactly Oh my gosh. And then before I actually start getting the recordings, another one was really funny. So this girl, Mary, called in. Thanks for calling in, everyone. BG dub. But she said that this creepy ex-seminarian like thought she looked like her cousin and then turned around and started hitting on her while she was pretty much on a date. And she said, then she started saying her cousin's full name. So she didn't want me to use this recording because it felt she was awkward. It was like awkward because she used the full name. Anyways, yeah. like ex-seminarians, can we just talk about how that's like every Catholic girl's dream is to marry an ex-seminarian? Honestly, <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> it's like the best of both worlds. They've already yes. learned I'm not supposed to be a priest, but they took the time. Have the to- formation. Yes. I was going to say the formation part of it is huge in the fact that they were willing to be like a shepherd of the church or potentially like the shepherd your family like no other they should right like that's hot that is really attractive (laughs) yeah (laughs) like you're naturally attracted to holy people and you're naturally attracted to qualities when you see jesus in those qualities so yeah absolutely like being that's just attractive but i guess this guy was creepy so heck out of that but (laughs) so he must have been like awkward with the ladies um, because he was like dating jesus for so long but don't do that to someone you know (laughs) when you when you think about marrying the church you you know you got to put ladies on the back burner (laughs) might take a hot second to get all the swag yeah the swag needs to reboot (laughs) (laughs) okay okay now we're gonna play sarah's voicemail and pretty much this is her starbucks story and uh, honestly so relatable hi my name is sarah and i have a heck no but also, heck yes, moment. I went to Starbucks because I got a gift card because otherwise I have no money to buy Starbucks. But anyway, went to Starbucks, waited through the super long line because you can't go in. You have to wait in drive through because of COVID. So like 20 minutes later, finally getting my Frappuccino, or so I thought. 
and I pull up, and the guy's like, oh, what do you want to get? And I was like, a ah, chocolatey chip frappuccino, because that's the only thing I ever get, because it doesn't have caffeine in it, and caffeine, I just, I don't like the way coffee tastes, and this sounds terrible from a person who goes to Starbucks, but, I mean, it's basically like a sugar milkshake, and I love it. So that's what I asked for, and he goes, oh, we're actually out of, like, the chocolatey chip frappuccino. And me being the idiot and uncultured person that I am, I don't know what other options are. Like, I don't know the other flavors of Frappuccino. I didn't know they existed. I thought it was the chocolate chip, and that's what you got. But anyway, I'm, like, looking at the board to see what my other options are, and the board is electronic, and it's turned off, and I'm panicking, and I don't know what to get, and I'm stuck in this line, and I can't escape. So I'm like, uh, you pick. And he, um, I can imagine he was panicking too because it was a really weird question. But he was like, um, okay, we're going to get you the mocha. And I was like, sounds good. So I pull up finally to get it, you know, like with my $4 on my gift card or whatever. And I sheepishly like unroll my window and just pass him the, the gift card. And he hands me the shake and doesn't say a word. And I just leave and... I mean, I got my Frappuccino. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It tasted really good. I was very surprised. Mocha was pretty good. It was, it's a close second to the chocolatey chip. But I just, heck no, because there was no, there was no, I panicked. There was no sheet of options. And then the man in the register was very nice. So heck yes to him for picking a good option. Thank you for your time listening to my Starbucks story. Why do I relate to that? I so relate to that. That's the only thing I get there, and I have no clue what the options are <laughs> beyond the chocolate <laughs> chip frappuccino. Sarah, number one, how are you out of a chocolatey chip? Honestly, don't they just put things together that they already have for other things? You know what I mean? I don't know, but how that's like a staple. It is a staple. The fact that she was bold enough, though, to go, you choose. Oh, heck no. I'd be like, can I get out of the drive-thru somehow, please? <laughs> I don't want it anymore. <laughs> okay, there is a weird panic that she describes that I totally relate to because it's like, you don't know what to pick. You're not, maybe you're not used to that coffee shop or whatever. Everything sounds like, what's an Americano? I don't know. <laughs> like all of this stuff. You don't even like coffee, but you're at a coffee shop. Yep, that's and then there's a really long line and you were, you were annoyed waiting for that long line. And now you're being the annoying one. Yep. And then on top of it, there's no menu to pick from. Yep. I would just want to sink into my seat. Yep. I would just be like, okay, bye. <laughs> just just curb it over their bushes and stuff and be like gotta go they don't have the one thing I like that's not even coffee but here I am oh my gosh yes Sarah that is the most awkward situation very really and I can I can picture it in my head mm -hmm. as well so. yeah I just felt it all for you so <laughs> so thank you Sarah for your Starbucks story hey guys it's Colette um I have two heck yeses because you know life's just so good um my first heck yes is Costco has these keto ice cream bars that are so good, um, and they don't have any sugar in them, so I can eat them. Woot woot. Um, and then my second heck yes, just like good TV shows. Right now, I just finished Downton Abbey, and just like have such a good appreciation for all the movie makers and editors and actors and actresses. Like so much work comes into it, and it's just like such yeah, it's so good. And there's also like a lot of education in it. Anyway. So those are my two heck yeses, and my heck no is, okay, I literally spill on myself, like, 
every single meal, and I don't really understand why, um, but I do. So just, like, heck no to that. I've just gotten used to, like, my clothes always kind of being dirty or stained. But anyway, definitely heck no to that. And if anyone has a solution to that, let me know because I've tried it all. I've tried napkins. I've tried everything. Somehow it ends up on my clothes. Um, Yeah, thanks, guys, for everything you do, and thanks, you guys. God bless. Um, Spilling is about to become my new normal. That's all I'm saying. And it's not going to be anything I have a say over. So at least you're already used to it. If you want kids, you're set. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, spilling all over. Okay, you need a Tide stick. Keep it in your purse. Keep it in every room of the home. That thing will save your life. I spilled a whole glass of wine on khaki pants. Um, the other day, Michael? not mine, Michael's. I was gonna say, poor Michael's khaki pants, unless you have a pair of those, C's. I don't work at Target. No, I do not. But, <laughs> and my friend had a Tide stick and it came in clutch. And I was like, wow, thank you. So, yeah, yeah Tide stick is your answer. Also, can we just talk about TV shows? I have zero patience to sit down for any TV I'm show. I'm really bad at it. it. Yeah, I've no. never spent a day in my life where I just sat in bed and watched Netflix. I've never done no. it. I don't even have Netflix. We have it because we share it with one of Avery's siblings. So I don't think we'd have it if we didn't like share it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, also though, Costco, can they bring back their full menu? Cause right now during COVID, they only have pizza and hot dogs. I'll take a Costco hot dog every single day in my I mean, life. They're very good, but I really want a churro. I've only been into Costco once though so it's very dangerous dangerous. okay so now we're going to do an advice DM it's going to be quick we don't want you guys to get antsy also Megan needs to go get her Chick-fil-A we gotta go (laughs) (laughs) well there's their breakfast menu closes yeah but Madison DM'd us and said hi hello so I have a question on dating that I hope you can answer so I've been dating this guy for a little over a year now. So you're serious, I assume, because considering a year. Yeah. <laughs> when we first started dating, everything seemed great. And I actually felt called to marry this man anyway. Now, after learning more about him, I just don't think we'd be good for each other. And he's addicted to pornography. Is every guy addicted? Because what the heck? And he's just not as self-motivated as I am. I'm a very go-go-go person who likes to do things, and I'm really extroverted, whereas he's more introverted and doesn't like to do stuff all the time but would rather spend his time sleeping in, which I can appreciate, but so much of it, you know? Anyway, sorry for the long message. I just really don't know what to do. I kind of feel like I should break up with him, but how on earth do I even do that? We're both pretty close to each other's family and friends and circles are pretty intertwined. So what do I do? Should I break up with him or do you think I'm being too picky? Yikes. <laughs> That's okay. This is a, We're going to have the same answer and it's going to be yeah. very blunt. Break up with him. Break up with him. Mm-hmm. You cannot be in a relationship if some if one partner is addicted to pornography. It can't happen. Right. Um, that's that. Well, <laughs> that. The, the other thing, too, is just the self-motivated aspect. That's going to play into whether or not he decides to tackle that issue and that struggle on his own. You know what I mean? You're it seems not like, yeah. in charge of that. And also, you can't expect him to change because this is how he is. So he can do self-development, he can work on himself, and he can change himself, but you can't have that expectation or be holding right. out for those things because right. those are that's an addiction, and then that's also a personality quality. Right, and I'm a firm believer in, not no, not every guy is addicted because what the heck, but most guys have seen it at some point in their lives, and it's really hard to not get addicted after that. Um, and I'm a firm believer in the fact that 
that needs to be taken care of. Any sort of sexual sins or temptations or addictions that either of you have, because girls can have them too, need to be taken care of before you commit to a long, uh, commit to any relationship, honestly. So. Right. Because it will affect the other person. You don't Absolutely. see the human body in the way that God wants us to see them. Right. And you don't have like your dig the how you view the dignity of a woman, like as a man addicted, is gonna be skewed. Yep. And also addiction to anything, addiction to video games, addiction to drinking, mm-hmm. addiction in pornography. I mean, it's it's a big deal. And I think that needs to be talked about even before you start dating someone. Right. Before you enter into a relationship, it right. needs to be put on the table. And those especially if those are even like past wounds or things that you've overcome. And now you're starting this relationship. I still feel like vulnerability and being upfront at the very beginning is so important because then you right. know how to handle it and go about it and stuff. Because certain things for someone who's just getting over porn are still sensitive. Seeing like even if it's a one piece swimsuit and you guys are going to the lake, you know what I mean? Like there's just certain things that you can do to help mm-hmm. each other. But he's got to take care of that on his own first. So yeah, sorry, break up. <laughs> yeah, you need to break up. And it's going to be hard. But you know what? Breakups don't have to be messy. I think a lot of the time there's you this know. negative connotation connected to the word of like, it's over. And it just means you've grown apart from each other. You desire something else. And what you desire is good and normal. And I don't think it's picky. I think it's like a normal standard, yeah. like bottom line standard is like have someone that's motivated, <laughs> wants to be better every single day. And Mm -hmm. honestly, for me, sleeping in past 10 is really unattractive. Yep. Same. Avery started doing the thing where he wakes up at 4 a.m. every morning. And I think he's nuts because I would never wake up at 4 a.m. every morning. But he wakes up at 4 a.m. every morning so that he has time to read a book, read the Bible, get his coffee, get his day right. And like that is so attractive to me. Right. Like I don't (laughs) 4 a.m. gross, but like self-development and self-growth and like motivation to do those things on your own constantly is just so... it's attractive. So attractive. And also, if you don't see him as your husband, you shouldn't be dating him. The minute yep. you don't see them as your future partner, do not waste your time. Do not waste his time. You yep. will continue. To, that's leading them on then. If you don't see them exactly. as your future husband, you should not be dating him. I don't care if you are, you know, good friends with his family and stuff. Um, he's not, he's not going to be your family. So right. sometimes that just comes along with, you know, breaking up but it doesn't have to be bad. But if you do break up, I don't think you can be friends after, especially after your right. relationship, no. you have to do it cold turkey. There's yeah. no way. You yeah. can't just continue to be friends. You're going to be dependent on each other's mm-hmm. um, conversation and still dependent on each other's attention. Like, attention. attention. Yeah. 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 No Snapchatting, no texting, nothing. No, texting. no, hey, how are you doing? No, no, no. No, you don't mm-hmm. care anymore. Not that you're a terrible person and you just don't care about his existence anymore. You can pray for him from a distance or something if you need that. I don't know. Just don't talk to him. Do not Snapchat him. That's the worst. And it sounds hard. And like, right, you've been dating him for a year now and it sounds like we have no sympathy for you. I know. <laughs> we're just like hard, like when it comes to this stuff, like cold, yeah. hard truth. That's what you need. So yeah, that, that would be your answer. Yeah. We're on the same page yep. here. That's the most healthy answer. And God wants you to bring you to your vocation. And you clearly know that this is not it. So yeah. Bye bye. Sorry. And definitely tell him that he before he starts dating anyone else, he needs to get his addiction. Yeah. um, Yeah, absolutely. And that's gonna be hard. Um, Oh yeah. But tell him Jason Everett, um, there's this like Jason Everett, Matt Frad, and Covenant Eyes. He needs to put that on all of his 
computers yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That could be a whole nother podcast topic. But, <laughs> but I need to go get my Chick-fil-A. So. And I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I know. I got to pee too. Crap, dude. <laughs> but thank you so much for wait what bathrooms real quick the pad wait, what? for songs you guys just a little quick update the pad the song oh pad yeah yeah are phenomenal lifesavers recommend every woman get them the minute they're pregnant yep put those all. babies on your amazon shop i <laughs> know yeah, put them on your baby registry <laughs> no okay you can find our amazon shops like any product we talk about they're probably on our amazon stores oh, on true. our podcast page so that's yeah. the website like on our instagram and stuff yep um but thank you so much for listening. Go ring our hotline, 312-775-2615. We are serious about a jingle. Please let us know if you are a singer, want to put a good beat to it. Um, Hit us up with that, 312-775-2615. We will see you next week. I will be in LA um, getting ready. I will ready. still be pregnant. <laughs> Megan will still be pregnant. So we really appreciate you guys and we just love seeing you know screenshots and listening to it long road trips just being you know hanging out some girl time so yeah so fun love you guys bye bye thanks a ton for listening to the what in the dang heck podcast make sure you call our hotline subscribe leave a rate and review and might as well follow us on instagram while you're at it